0: Hello there, my name is Jeff and welcome to episode 26 of the Game Sharks podcast where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, Avatar the Last Airbender. What? I've never uh, heard that before. Uh, we had some technical difficulties and had to restart the podcast when we got eight minutes in. But Avatar is an amazing show, it is on Netflix, it's having a bit of a resurgence right now and if you haven't seen it, like Derek, you should definitely watch it.
1: I've seen two and a half seasons
0: well watch more because it's really really good (laughs) um and video games best shows Uh, ever made if you haven't noticed derek sounds a little bit crappy that's because we are recording over the internet again this week and that is for a very specific reason because joining me this week is derek hello andrew yo and our friend dante is back welcome back dante Hey, hey thanks Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. The reason Dante is here is because he has been playing The Last of Us Part 2, and that is going to be the main topic of our show later today. We have all been playing it, and we're going to talk around the story. We're not going to talk about the story itself, but we're going to talk about how we feel about it, how it compares to the first one, in our opinions. None of us have beaten it yet, so it's all kind of a in progress, how we feel, gameplay, uh, just the feel of the game itself. So we will get into that later. Uh, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of news to talk about today, but we're going to start, as we always do, with emails, and this week, we have one email, and it is from Steve, and Steve says, hello everyone, Dan came in strong with another great email, is Dan's last name Druff? Because he is head and shoulders above me, lol. <laughs> it's even That's funny out. the second time. <laughs> <laughs> during the ps5 reveal there were a lot of different game concepts do you guys have memorable game concepts from your past that stick with you for whatever reason i remember seeing the gameplay trailer and gameplay preview for assassin's creed for that from that moment i knew i was going to buy the game the first edition of assassin's creed seemed so original and innovative at the time i needed to play it best steve keyword Uh, at the time at the time so what do you guys think is there any games that uh, you saw either a gameplay trailer or preview of and it just stuck with you and you felt like you needed to play it andrew
2: um two words jeff what is it fight fight
0: crab fight crab no fight way crab.
2: <laughs> uh, if, you, if, if people uh,
0: haven't noticed yet we are just literally verbatim it's all fight you.
2: fight crab i don't think it's come out yet but it looks fucking awesome and i want to play it really bad
0: crabs with giant. knives
2: Giant ass crab wielding like lightsabers and
0: shit. What about you, Derek?
1: So I thought of a different one. Oh, uh, well, yes, give hit, it to me. His first one was and, Halo Two, but his next yeah. second one is. Uh, so does anyone remember? This is more recent, uh, and this, I don't know if this is a made me want to play the game, but is been stuck in my head ever since. But it was the reveal trailer for Call of Duty Ghosts. And their big, like, like look Kevin at Spacey? our technology was, what?
0: Was that the one with Kevin Spacey?
1: No, no. Okay. This was, like, the first next gen, like, so this generation of, this is the first of this generation. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it was the first one by Infinity War this generation. And their big, like, tech reveal was, like, look, when you're swimming underwater, the fish swim away. Oh, I remember <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs>
0: and you're, like, yeah. i got to chase those fish away.
1: Yeah, and I think it ended up being a it's garbage game.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's the one. That's the only, one of the only video games I've ever returned in my life was Call of Duty Ghosts. I had it for the Wii U, so oh, not yeah. only did it wow. run poorly, but it also wasn't a good Call of Duty game. Uh, what about you, Dante? What do you got? Um,
3: back when I was a kid, I guess it's not really like a reveal, but um, the uh, good and bad system of Fable was kind of pretty life changing for me and like for RPGs I feel like in general just like the chance to uh like have horns if you're really bad or have like birds fly around you if you're really good and grass grow near you I don't know it was just sick for the xbox times
0: have I ever told you guys the story about bad guy points <laughs> No, definitely not. Minutes ago, Uh, I'm not gonna tell the story again. But basically, I shot a bird, and uh, because someone asked me to, thinking I would get good guy points, and I got bad guy points, and I was a little devastated. That's the the whole story. Cool story, Uh, man. For me, my game, I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, It's every Smash Bros. announcement ever, Uh, whether they're announcing a new game or a new character uh showing off screenshots of things to come I'm always always get so hyped and I'm instantly think I need to play this now um they just announced a new character for Smash this past week we're going to talk about it a little later but I'm just want to get my arms on it <laughs> see what I did there? Wait a minute um so yeah uh Wait a min- minute Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah so Smash has been uh that for me forever All right, we got a lot of news to talk about this week, so let's jump right into that. Uh, We're going to start off with the fact that Nintendo is apparently no longer making mobile games. Um, They apparently, based on their financial performance of their games that exist, like Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, Mario Kart Tour, what else do they have? There's Dragalia Lost. I feel like so, I'm missing one.
1: Uh, oh, no, that's Sega. So, Mario Run.
0: Mario Run, yeah. Oh, you
2: mean the 2018 game of the year? <laughs> oh,
0: <gosh. laughs> um. So, yeah, they decided they're not making nearly enough money as they would like, even though they've grossed over $1 billion from their mobile games, but they want to focus on making games for the Switch. So they decided they're not working on anything for the rest of the Japanese fiscal year, which ends March 31st, 2021. Cool. Um, did any of you ever play any of these mobile games?
2: Yeah. Do you remember uh, Miitomo? The I first do. one?
0: Yeah. I played that, that one barely very a game.
2: briefly. Yeah. It was the, it was because it was the first Nintendo mobile game and I was in high school. So all of my friends and I were like, yo, you getting Miitomo? We're playing Miitomo together at school at lunch? And I was like, yeah. And then we played, probably played it for like two weeks.
0: And stuff. Well, it was just like... Trying it was just, to be a it was social bad. media platform, right? Yeah,
2: it was just like worse Animal Crossing. Yeah,
0: it was weird. It was like Animal Crossing meets Facebook. Yeah, it was very very strange. Yeah. Um, what about what was the
2: what was the second one that came out?
0: Um, I think I, I might I have dabbled recall. in it,
2: but I don't remember what it is.
0: It might have been Fire Emblem after that.
2: No, I never played that one.
0: What about you, Derek? Have you played any of these?
1: Uh, I downloaded Mario Kart Two or once at an airport thinking it would be a great thing to uh to play during a layover and i just immediately deleted it and read a book instead
0: yeah i (laughs) i played the tutorial while pooping and was like oh this is awful and then i instantly deleted it i got into fire emblem for a little bit um oh they have dr mario that's another one i downloaded never opened Um, (laughs) i yeah i feel like this is mobile games as a whole for me i tend to yeah. download them and then never open them um so but yeah i guess if they're not making money off of people just downloading them like they need to get the microtransactions yeah it makes sense that they want to focus on like their switch games going forward i
2: totally respect that
1: yeah that's that that's a nice thing to to hear mm.
0: um did you ever Aren't play any they... of their games dante uh
1: pocket camp i think when it
3: first came out i was so jazzed about that that was like <laughs> right in that like
2: time when everyone was still clamoring for a new animal crossing game yeah and hadn't announced anything
0: yeah it wasn't there wasn't one the switch one wasn't announced yet so no, no no, yeah i remember booting it
3: up and it was just like oh you have to wait 25 minutes for a new villager to come or something like that, or like oranges to drop <laughs> but you can pay twin dollars yeah <laughs> I think I probably after like the install was like might have been like an hour long Jesus
0: on a phone yeah yeah all right so it sounds like none of us are going to miss these games and probably for the most part most people will not miss them either yeah um let's see next piece of news (laughs) Smite is getting Avatar The Last Airbender content (laughs) yeah buddy whoa did you see this now so three of their characters i don't know any of the smite characters i know they're based no. on gods uh but three of them are getting skins based off of uh ang zuko and Korra. oh here we go merlin uh has an ang skin susano has a zuko skin and scotty has a Korra skin for anyone that plays Smite and knows what that means i hope that's cool but there's a video out there of you just see um it's it's just Aang, Zuko, and Korra, and they're playing yeah. around in this world, throwing fire attacks and whatnot. Um, but it's
2: the it's still the original voices for the the Smite characters, right?
0: Uh, I believe it is. I don't know if it's. it's the... It was
2: really weird watching the trailer.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they got knockoff voice actors to like try to imitate the Avatar Kit. Ca- the Avatar characters, or if it's just the actual normal voice lines, I'm not sure because I don't play Smite, but it's still really cool regardless. It's a super cool crossover, and I love seeing stuff like this.
2: It's just further reinforces that Avatar is creeping its way back into the mainstream
0: media. Oh man, yeah, I uh, I hope like this... it ever left. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, Dante, do you play Smite?
3: No, I don't. I don't. No. Not a big MOBA guy, yeah, but I um, oh. I remember seeing something. About maybe it was League of Legends, maybe it was something else, but they had like rumors of like Dante from Devil May Cry, possibly oh. featuring
0: Dante from the Devil like May as Cry. a
3: full character in Smite. No, I think it might have been uh, um, League of Legends. It would
0: not have been League of Legends. They're all no. about their own content. Um, maybe I, Heroes of that, the Storm. Heroes of the Storm does crossover stuff within all of blizzard yeah Might is the only one that i've seen stuff like that oh there could have been um there's a japanese moba game that's really really popular and it has like batman and superman in it and the joker maybe it's that game i don't know what the name of it is but it's i think it's like the biggest game on the planet the most played game and no one in the u.s plays it it's just so massive in china and korea um it might be that game okay so so i
3: found it but i don't think it was a real um i think they put it up like as a teaser and it said like it has basically everything describing dante from devil may cry Mm -hmm. as like a new champion that they're releasing when was this i don't 21 days ago it was (laughs) it's on the devil may cry subreddit so
0: interesting take
3: it with a grain of salt if you will
0: yeah. It might be based off of him. There's no way it would actually be him. Yeah. Like League of Legends is very much into having their own lore. Is it Arena of Valor? Yes. That is the one. That is the huge one. I think okay. I think it's available in the United States, just no one plays it.
2: Yeah, I have the option to download it.
0: I think it might even be on Switch.
2: I'm looking at it on my computer. Um oh, wait, I might not be able to download it on here.
0: Speaking of MOBAs, we got a big Pokemon announcement.
2: I thought that's what Dante was going to transition
0: to. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing now. Yeah, they announced. So we just talked about Nintendo not making mobile games. This is not Nintendo. This is the Pokemon company partnering with Tencent, uh, owns, who, owns, games. who owns a lot. They have investments yeah. in a lot of things. Um, but yeah, they're making they're a Pokemon like
2: the, the Google or the Amazon of China.
0: Yeah. They're making a Pokemon MOBA game called Pokemon Unite for phone and switch. And it's going to have cross play when it comes out.
2: It's free to start.
0: Yeah. And I you don't know. It looks like it. It's going to be one of those games where I think a couple of us are going to try it. it. You and I and Adam will probably all play it. We'll play it for probably a total of ten hours, and then never touch and it. And then anymore. I'll go back to League of Legends. Exactly. It'll be fun. It'll be silly. Um, it'll be. It's uh, it's really uh, fun
2: what they're trying to do by creating the most toxic community that's ever existed by combining the League of Legends community with the Pokemon community.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Could you yeah. literally? If had, like, no one will be in? nice to anybody. Everyone will be mad at everything. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the trailer looks cool. It's fun. Basically, you're fighting the League of Legends equivalent of jungle camps, Mm -hmm. uh, and then you get points from that, and then you need to deposit these points in special locations. It's got the three lanes in the jungle, just like every other MOBA.
2: Can they call the jungle the Safari Zone, please? That would be really cool.
0: Um, But yeah, and then you can fight your opponents to stop them from scoring points, and then... It's like a MOBA where you start at level one every game and you learn new abilities with each level. And But the little cool thing here is yeah. your Pokemon can evolve as they get stronger. They I thought that moves. was really
1: cool. That yeah. is cool. It's yeah. pretty
0: fun. So it's definitely something, I think, it, what is it? Is it 4v4 or is it 5v5? 5v5. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it'll, it's definitely something we'll all check out, I'm assuming, especially because it's free to start. But what if we yeah. just become Pokemon Unite Pros? Uh, if there is any sort of pro circuit for this, I would be surprised, but you never know. There's still a pro circuit for Pokken Tournament. Is
2: there? Jeez. Probably, yeah. It was at Evo one year.
0: Alright, let's talk about the next thing on our list. They officially announced Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about oh, yeah. time. Stay it. Stay it with me, Jeff. Bandicoot. 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 No.
1: <laughs> Bandicoot. Because he's cute looking.
0: Um... So the the title of this game is It's About Time. And so obviously the joke here is it's about time they made a third one. Yep. But I swear to God this game better have some form of time travel or something it in does. It. So, that's oh, what it. does. that's it... what the story hinges on. Yeah, that's okay. what the
2: story is. Cortex okay. is
0: trapped in the past.
2: And okay. he's like back and fucking shit up.
0: Okay. So the game is literally about time, which yeah. makes this the greatest video game <laughs> title of all time.
2: Except it's been done before.
0: It what is what
2: what it's a this has already been done with a game for Plants vs Zombies 2 is subtitled it's about time and it was about time travel wait really yeah you son there of was a bitch. Plan,
1: Plants vs Zombies 2 yeah it was it
2: was a mobile game
0: huh
1: wow yeah well, sorry to,
0: sorry to burst that bubble well, I'm still
2: I, super excited for no, this
0: I don't care about this game anymore <laughs> it stole a joke from Plants vs Zombies. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not no, a huge uh, Crash Bandicoot fan, so I don't know. How do you feel, Andrew, as a big Crash Bandicoot fan? Bandicoot, Damn it, I'm going to keep doing is, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not unhear it ever. Uh, uh, well, I, I mean, I wouldn't
2: say I'm the hugest Crash Bandicoot fan. I played the Insane Trilogy a couple years ago. I 100%ed the first game and then played through the second ones normally. But I grew up playing like some of the more modern, not modern, but recent Crash, crash games. Like, I think I played Wrath of Cortex on GameCube. I played Crash Nitro Car on GameCube. I played the Wii games, which are not great. The one where you, like, take control of monsters and shit.
0: Oh, yeah, I heard people don't like those ones very much. No,
2: people do not like them. But after playing the original ones, uh, I'm excited to see where they take that formula in
0: 2020. Hmm. What about Derek and Dante? How do you guys feel about Crash Bandicoot? um i'm pretty uh
3: i don't know i i think i played the first one my dad brought me like at a yard sale he bought me like 25 random assortment of playstation one games but other than that when me and derek used to live together i almost watched him throw his controller out the window because of one level (laughs) because Um, of the rage that he was induced (laughs) was he
0: playing the original or the remaster (laughs) the insane trilogy Uh yeah
1: I think I was playing the first game though, because that's the most rage inducing of all of them. Yeah, I have those fucking bridge levels. Oh, oh my god!
0: I never I thought know. the platforming in these games was good. I always thought it felt not great, and especially oh, it's the, good. Se- the sequences when you're running at the screen are some of the worst platforming in video games, in my opinion. That's well, like the worst it...
3: mechanic in any game, right? Running at the screen actually it's
2: uh ice sliding yeah ice sliding is the worst we can't uh <laughs> have you played pokemon <laughs> yeah, gold know. and silver That shit also taught me ages. a lot about life that's different i mean like in a momentum and physics based game where you have you know where your momentum
1: keeps on the ice
0: i'd rather do that than run at the screen what
1: about running at the screen and on ice, ice? <laughs> <laughs> uh it loops
0: back around to being awesome um all right so andrew's excited dante and i are indifferent Derek is probably gonna get mad at it Um, i'm excited oh i can guarantee i'm gonna get mad at it yeah (laughs) uh was anyone expecting this uh
2: yes and no Well, elaborate because they said a while back like based on how the insane trilogy does they might work on new stuff with the ip Mm. uh and then obviously the insane trilogy did really well yeah so it it was only it was only a matter of time before they got back to it and uh and then i was actually going to bring it up on the podcast last week but i ended up forgetting but some uh people in uh in journalism were getting receiving like care packages or like these like little puzzles from Activision or who's doing the game toys for Bob toys for Bob. Yeah. Yeah. They were receiving packages that were like little crash bandicoot puzzles that were basically hints at like, Oh, something's coming. And then like two days later, they announced the game.
1: Hmm. I figured they were going to do another reboot. I did not expect yeah. a direct sequel to you, three.
0: Uh, you didn't expect a number four.
1: Yeah. I, cause like, I mean, I think they said that it's gonna somehow explain why the other games, or like why the other games aren't what happens to the other games or whatever, like that. Okay. So, but because I think four like wasn't a terrible game. It like just is not. Is It's a little for, more for well, not four, but Wrath of Cortex is yeah, yeah, because it's like it's still like the same core game. It didn't. It wasn't before. It was like before they said like got all weird about it it was just the first one that wasn't developed by naughty so it's like but Hmm. i liked
2: Crash of cortex
1: yeah yeah i I liked it as well it was was, there's like the levels where you're in like a ball and you're like oh dude i love those those are so much fun yeah i liked all the stuff with uh with crunch yeah crunch
2: yeah dude i don't know I, I mean, that was like the first one I ever played, so I obviously don't have that nostalgia for the first game. Same reason I like Star Fox Adventures so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this game's coming out October 2nd, 2020 for PS4 and Xbox One. We One of you, please buy it physically so I can just borrow it and not buy it myself.
1: No, uh,
2: the way they talk about it makes it seem like you
0: don't want to play it at all, Jeff. That's why I want, I want someone to pay money so that I don't have to pay for it. But I want to like at least try it. Like I want to play a couple levels of it so I can say I played the new Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Keeny. <Keith. laughs> um. So yeah, maybe consider buying it physically. Uh, wink, wink. Uh no. we got a big. Uh, info dump on the new Avengers game yes uh, yesterday who got a chance to watch all that stuff
2: I didn't watch all of it but I kind of browsed some gameplay stuff and some of the details a little bit okay Derek
1: yeah I watched I think one or two videos about it
0: what about you Dante
3: I almost completely forgot about the Avengers game until you brought it up. <laughs> so, I know
0: they put it in
3: delay, right? It was like massively delayed.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to come out, I think, this spring and then it got pushed yeah, to yeah, fall. Yeah, I thought it was April. It officially has a release date of September 4th. Yeah. So it's actually not okay. that far away.
2: Um, it still feels like fucking March to me, dude. <laughs>
0: but we got we got a new trailer, we got a whole bunch of gameplay stuff and i it kind of excited me. At least the story trailer did. The story looks very interesting. The main i would say the main character is Miss Marvel. Uh, i think her name is Kamala Khan? Is that right? Yeah, that well, that's correct. Um so that's kind of really cool because she's never been in the movies, so she's mm-hmm. I, I think she's a cool fresh face to have be the one leading us through this story yeah that's what they were
2: saying right they want to have uh characters that the more modern marvel fans aren't familiar with
0: yes which will be really really cool and then kind of the whole idea of whatever i think they call it a day some big event that the avengers blame themselves for and then they find out it seems like they were framed and the main villain is modok which is going to be really cool um,
2: I've only I'd only ever seen pictures of
0: Modok before so I'm
2: very intrigued by this
0: <laughs> so yeah uh story-wise they got me I think it looks like it could be really cool and I'm excited about that um and then gameplay wise that's where it's gonna it's gonna be one of those ones where I need to know what people's hands-on experiences, how they feel about it conceptually it looks like it could be cool um just running around as the different heroes doing stuff the single player campaign I'm sure will be good because it'll be probably oh in this section of the game you play as this character in this section you play as this character uh and then they announced the was it war room and co-op mode where their missions you're rebuilding a car, helicar- hella carrier and you kind of go out with your friends you pick a character and you run through a mission or you can do it with ai if you're doing it alone and this is so where you get upgrades for your characters different weapons different suits um and that's where it kind of becomes like destiny where you're just running levels over and over to grind for new gear. Okay. So the, so the co-op is a separate mode. It seems like the, co- I I'm sure I'm actually not sure if you can play the main story with someone or not. Yeah. That might what be I, a solo adventure. Yeah.
2: Cause what I've heard so far from people who have had it hands on is that it's a pretty bland single player experience but it's fun in co-op. Okay. So if if you can't play the main story in co-op, I probably won't get it.
0: The co-op is going to be a Games as a Service, for sure. Like, they will keep adding new missions. They will add new loot and costumes. Yeah, yeah, and I know, like, they said you're going to be able to buy with money, um, real money, new costumes and stuff for the characters as they create them. And I'm sure right. they'll add new characters. Like, eventually we'll have... Ant Man. I think they teased Ant Man in not this trailer, but the previous trailer. They uh, teased that he Ant Man's gonna be in it, or like after that, you might get Black Panther as a DLC character, and that would be huge, you know. Um, mm. but yeah, uh, the story at least in this trailer definitely piqued my interest. I don't know if you guys got to see the Modoc. It's called the Modoc Threat trailer. Um. So yeah, I, yeah, I saw something about it, but
2: conceptually, I'm digging it. Yeah, but once but i have to see more about how the gameplay works and what the modes are because Mm. if what people are saying is true then i don't know if i want to play it by myself yeah depending on on what else comes out around that time too because right now we don't really know anything
0: yeah it's definitely going to be one of those things where i need to see i want to hear what other people have to say about it before i'm fully on board for it but uh it looks cool at least so there's that yeah. Um we got another big info dump for a game today and that's Cyberpunk 2077. We got the Night City Wire kind of uh event, I guess they would call it, where they talked about, they showed a new gameplay trailer, they the press actually so a bunch of press outlets got a chance to play the game over the last couple of weeks and finally published some of their thoughts on the small section that they got to play. Mm-hmm. Um we saw a demo of what was it? Memory bank, memory something, brain, brain bank, brain
1: dump, brain or something like that. Brain yeah.
0: something, yeah. And basically, mm-hmm. it's a uh, think of an MP3 of someone's memories where you can go in, rewind, like see everything from different angles. Or not MP3, MP4. You know, it's like a downloaded ah. video of someone's memories.
2: Jeff, I believe what you just described is Assassin's Creed. Uh, <laughs> yes, except for.
0: You are not. You can be in the person's Except body, but you can good. also you can also pull out from the person's body and see everything around you. Um, yeah. yeah, it seems really cool. Um, it seems like it's going to be one of those games that uh, has a lot of swearing just for the sake of being cool and edgy. Um, um, so we'll see. I think that's done a lot these days, and I just I don't know. I I don't know if people really act that way. I know the main core people that uh, it's called a brain dance by the way
1: brain um, dance that's what it is
0: um the main core of people that i hang out with don't just like actively swear all the time or have an f f-bomb in every sentence in some fashion uh which seems to be the case for this game but except for me <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um but yeah did you guys get a chance to see this and what did you think
1: i watched uh i watched the whole thing and then i i read an article Okay. Um, and this game sounds awesome.
0: It sounds almost unreal. Uh,
1: like, just so, uh, like the trailer, they showed that trailer. And then like everything from the trailer is just from the prologue of the game.
0: Yeah, it's like the first like, couple insane.
1: hours. Insane. And I know a lot of people, a lot of uh, articles that came out talked about that it's kind of like overwhelming at first.
0: That's how I felt about uh, The Witcher, so...
1: Yeah, So, and that I think, yeah, that, that kind of, like, might it's just what CD project does. They just stuff a lot of crap in right in the, in the beginning to th- throw at you, but uh, the one thing that really, like, grabbed me was that I think they're going to have different prologues depending on what your, like, background is, which is awesome. I love that, that really as cool. a concept. It, that definitely, I think, is such a cool immersive thing to do for an RPG that, like, it just, like, gets you immersed right away. Uh, Like, the last game I think to do that I remember is Dragon Age Origins, which had one for every single race and then after the races, it had one for, like, every single class in that race, uh, which was a pretty cool experience. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that, and then I know it's going to make, like, choosing which uh, choosing which, like, traits and background and stuff even more difficult in that character creation screen. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, dude, that character creation is going to take, like, an hour with all the amount of detail that you can do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's in like There are people that are talking about the character creator, and it seems, like, the most in-depth one that has ever been made. How big is your labia going to be? <laughs> so, apparently, you can only choose... Uh, what type of genitals you have and if you choose penis you can choose whether it's circumcised or uncircumcised and it's (sighs) and then if you're a female you can choose the size of your chest so that's that's the extent of it what but don't forget
3: there's five different types of pubic hair options (laughs) oh i didn't know that
0: oh baby i love it landing all day every day i don't know
3: when you're going to be walking around naked
0: Right, all the yeah. time to notice it, but... Just like real life. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. So this game looks really <laughs> sweet, and I'm looking forward to playing it in the year 2077. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes out. <laughs> or not. Um. All right, let's talk about uh the newest Smash character. Yes. It is yeah. Min Min from ARMS. We knew it was yes. going to be an ARMS character. My prediction was that it was going to be uh everybody is, as a palette swap but they full committed to min min who honestly is the coolest out of all of them in my opinion yeah i love Minmin. She, min.
2: she was my main in arms yeah when min, i played it
0: min min's really really cool um so andrew and i watched this together while we were at work did uh do you guys get a chance to watch it at all I, Dante, I are you it. big in smash uh
3: yeah 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 i um <clears throat> i watched the um the beginning trail, like the reveal trail, I didn't yeah, watch yeah. the gameplay of it, but oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: the reveal trailer is really, really fun with Captain Falcon and Kirby yeah, yeah. and the ramen shop. Yeah. Really well animated. I like it. It's fun. Um, but yeah, Minmin Min, looks like one of those characters where she could be absolutely busted. Uh, but if her frame data and air mobility isn't good enough, she will be really bad. Yep. Um. so it all is going to come down to once people get their hands on her kind of breaking down uh, regardless of if she's good or bad she looks really really fun and definitely unique which I think is the biggest most important thing I was chatting with you a little bit about this the other day when we were playing disc golf Derek is it's really important that they keep making the characters unique and mm-hmm. fun yeah, to like play. Um, that's what keeps people interested because if you just release uh I don't know another Fire Emblem clone. Yeah, another Fire Emblem. <laughs> like even with the new Fire Emblem character, they mixed it up and gave them uh, all the different weapons you would use in a Fire Emblem game. But if you just put out another basic Fire Emblem sword character, uh, the internet would actually explode. Yeah, um...
2: I saw a funny meme that I showed Jeff where it was, uh, Sakurai has uh, is just you know checking down the list on on making characters of things that players hate. It's a uh, Super Armor, uh, RNG, Fire Emblem, and now Camping.
0: Mm. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so this comes out Monday as well as patch 8.0. So there's going to be some character adjustments. So that's always very, very fun to see. We've seen some patches buff character to the point of being viable. And we've seen them nerfed to the point where you don't really see that character in competitive anymore. Um, So... Yeah, it's always a fun time for Andrew and I as big Smash Bros fans for character, new characters and character patches. So, well, I'm sure we'll <clears throat> we'll touch briefly sometime next week about who got buffed and nerfed because you don't know until the day of the patch. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so,
3: were any of you guys big Street Fighter Two fans?
0: No, like, or... I wish I put more time into other fighting games, but I just never did when I was. We younger. had that
2: a uh, brief stint of Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, we did.
3: Um so in, in there's a fighter in um Street Fighter his name is Dollism. Yes. maybe I'm Austin. pronouncing it wrong. But that um Min, Min, Min gave, like some serious vibes of of Dollism just yeah. like the stretchy arms and the distancing and stuff like that. So I Yeah. Mean, I think that's pretty cool. I used to play Street Fighter 2 on my Nokia. <laughs> in high school so nice
0: um yeah very excited to have her come out and then at the end of the wait begins again to see who the next one is oh my god um, yeah. what is it we are in june um we're probably gonna get a new character every four months so june july august september maybe september or october ish we'll we'll know who the next one's maybe gonna be. yeah maybe when like
2: the next full nintendo direct is maybe we'll, figure, we'll find something out. or maybe it'll think...
0: line up perfectly with halo infinite when master chief comes to smash yeah so. keep... <laughs> Boy, <laughs> let's buddy. go it's gonna happen
2: do you think that if e3 happened that we would have gotten a reveal trailer
0: uh a two characters
2: yeah like last year
0: i think it's definitely a possibility but there's no uh. way of knowing for sure um yeah. I got one last kind of news thing to talk about here, and it is the last of us part two uh, and the whole Metacritic user score uh, <laughs> people complaining and um so right now on Metacritic, I actually went down another point. It has a ninety four which is very, very good. That is a very good game a lot of um, yeah a lot point of it was a ninety six yeah when it first came out it was a ninety six a lot of ten out of tens very highly rated um by critics there's six mixed reviews of people being like yeah it's okay there's a lot of unscored reviews that are more on the negative side for critics but when you go over to user scores we have a 4.5 and at one point that was like a 2.8 or something um and you know this happens a lot of the time when games come out and they're very highly praised by um video game journalists and for some reason, the internet thinks that they're all getting paid off by whoever the company is to say that the game is amazing and they just don't want to believe it. Or they personally don't think the game is great. So they'll go on, Metacritic is usually the big one, and give it ones and zeros. Just I remember when Breath of the Wild came out and yes. it was getting so many perfect scores. And there was a review that I read that it was a zero. And it says, I haven't even played this game, but I know it doesn't deserve a 10. So I'm giving it a zero to even out the score. And... I just never understood just like, that mentality.
2: Yeah. What kind of like life have you led to <laughs> to do this kind of pettiness?
0: Yeah, it's It's like <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Um right now on on MetaCritic uh for user scores there are 27,000 negative reviews, but there's also 15,000 positive reviews. So it's not just like there are plenty of people out there who like it. They're and the thing is, all of the, like, probably a large majority of the positive reviews are people who actually played it, and a yeah. large majority of the negative reviews are probably people who either didn't play the game at all, or played the first hour. I know a lot of people played the first hour, and, like, and a, big sto- a big story event happens, and they just don't agree with what happens, so they stop playing, and they say the game is terrible, yeah. which is a dumb way to judge anything. You can't get, like, like, what is that? That's two percent of the way into the game maybe or like 10 percent of the way into the game yeah it would be if it's about a 20 hour game no it'd be five percent of the game yeah and just be like this is terrible because i don't agree with this one thing yeah it baffles me but the worst part about this is um a lot of people are giving it zeros because of like their disgusting bigots um, like, yeah. <laughs> one, I saw a one zero review that was along the lines of, I don't want Naughty Dog pushing their LGBTQ, uh, stupid storylines down, storylines down my throat, and it's just like, dude, fuck off. I have
2: some um, advice for that guy, and that is to build a time machine and then go back to <laughs> the 1500s when that shit was acceptable.
0: Yeah, it just... It, it baffles me um
2: yeah when so- joe was telling me about all of the all of this you know backlash and everything i every single time i reminded him i was like you know joe the internet is has a lot of stupid people on it
0: yeah um if it if it's any like consolation to just show even more that it's pointless and all of these reviews are dumb um the game had been out the game the user reviews don't unlock until the game is released and within the first i think it was like six hours of the game being released and keep in mind this game takes like 20 plus hours to beat it had like a two for user score so people weren't even playing the game they were waiting for the game to release just for them to give it a zero because in their minds oh this this game can't be good everyone's getting paid off by naughty dog to say it's good um and we see this with big games, like highly anticipated games. We see this all the time. I'm sure we'll see it for Cyberpunk because that's a highly anticipated game. And you know yeah. there are going to be outlets that are going to give it a 10 because of... Well, I don't know that. Assumably, if every, this game is everything that is... If it lives played. up to its hype. Exactly. Um, and whenever a game gets a 10... Or like... My biggest comparison to this is The Last Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. People did a very similar thing with The Last Jedi. And my, my, my take on it is people the general public don't like to be challenged uh thought wise when they're consuming media so whether it's movies games if it challenges any of their normal way of thinking they hate yeah yeah like if it's not the basic marvel movie plot superhero line, story the yeah protagonist it, gets the it's girl. very simple to understand it seems like everyone the general, lives and the, like the last jedi kind of challenged the way people saw star wars and then they hated it um yeah but like everyone loved uh the
2: first sequel because it was the same movie as the new as a new hope <laughs> yeah it Modern. was
0: it was just a new hope again um
2: actually the same story beats which i will never get over
0: yeah so uh i don't know what else is there to say that the the vocal minority on the internet yeah while loud is often wrong <laughs> Yeah, and they all just... just circle jerk each other into thinking that they are exactly they are what everyone's opinion is.
2: Yeah, that's why I dislike the internet because it's the people who are the most vocal. Much like uh, America in general, a lot. And oftentimes, the people who are the loudest are not the smartest people.
0: Um, and I'm not saying that people can't have the opinion. Like there are plenty of people that oh, have yeah, very valid opinions of why this they don't like this game. Uh, but they got through all or most of it before deciding, yeah, I don't like this game. And they're not going to give it a zero. They're going to say, okay, this game's maybe a six. You know? Yeah,
2: it's still a more reasonable thing than not playing it, giving it a zero for no fucking reason.
0: Just to get uh, thumbs up on Reddit or, or upvotes on yeah. Reddit, you know? Like, haha, look, guys, I'm disliking the popular thing. That makes me edgy and cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, so my favorite thing is just Neil Druckmann on uh, Twitter, who was the, the creative director on, on both the Last games, of Us part, yeah, both games. Um, but he just tweeted out, he's like, "Look at how much attention my game is getting. Thank you so much, <laughs> everybody." <laughs> it's just, just fucking pure gold, and that's how Ryan Johnson was with uh, yeah, with the Last Jedi. Yeah. It's like these people are just like, y- I don't give a shit about your opinions.
2: Yeah, and oh. then and then look, uh, Ryan Johnson went on to direct *Knives Out*, which is a really fucking so good movie, from, from what good. I
0: hear. And then J.J. Abrams went on to make *Episode oh, nine. Oh my god! <laughs> Oof. Um, all right, that's all I got for news today. Did I know there was a lot of stuff that I didn't necessarily bring up? But is there anything that I didn't hit that you guys were super interested in or wanted to talk about?
2: Uh, well, to add a little bit actually to the Pokemon Unite thing and how we were just talking about, uh the internet and how it's dumb pokemon unites reveal trailer is now the most disliked video on youtube or maybe not straight video the most disliked like nintendo
0: no it was the most disliked thing on the pokemon channel no
2: it was like no it it had like more dislikes than the metroid prime federation force and whatever the internet hated that nintendo did recently (laughs)
0: Uh, everything there was like
2: yeah there's like this i forget what the other like was were. it the Biolith oh, reveal? There trailer? was yes. The Biolith reveal trailer was up there. The original Pokemon Sword and Shield trailer was up there. Uh, something like that.
0: Uh, yeah. I was reading this article a little bit earlier. Um, what does it say? It's the Pokemon Company's most disliked uh video on YouTube. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't know. This is people just being dumb again. I don't understand it. It's, it goes along the same vein. It's like yeah, yeah,
2: it's the same thing. It's like oh, this wasn't what I wanted, so. That's, you know?
0: Yeah, this goes back to the the problem of people having expectations for things where uh, they thought because of all the, the Johto Pokemon in the background, they thought it was going to be uh, Pokemon Let's Go Johto or something yeah. along those lines. And then when it wasn't that, as opposed to giving whatever the thing is its fair shot because it's not the thing they expected it to be, it's immediately yeah. bad.
2: Because this isn't the thing that I thought of and was unprompted, otherwise to think of that only I, you know, did. Yeah. Then it's bad.
0: Yeah, I saw that. It's just yeah. Yeah. Again, people on the internet hoarding or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hive mind. Yeah, exactly. Hive minding into uh, one salty being. <laughs> um. Anything else? That, no. No. Derek Dante, yeah, you guys. I don't, think,
1: I, I don't have anything.
3: Um, I'd like to reiterate on the cyberpunk hype because I just watched like all the trailers for that
0: <laughs> while we were doing this.
3: <laughs> no, 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 um, no, um, uh, maybe like 10,
0: uh, like an hour ago or
3: something, yeah. but that that looks awesome. Yeah, that...
0: dude. I'm so excited for that game. Yeah. Andrew, I think you definitely have to try it. I know you're kind of on the, Oh, one, I will. Like... I oh, think okay.
2: eventually maybe. Yeah. Like I, I said, it depends on how, on what else comes out around that time which we currently still don't know i mean like that might be ps5 launch windows so who knows
0: yeah that's true i think assassin's creed is going to be around that time frame so
2: yeah well i'm definitely i'm not going to play valhalla until i have in all of the other games i'll try mm-hmm. it for the third like game of the year discussions and whatnot yeah but uh i'm not going to like play it fully until i've done all the rest of them yeah
0: Um, alright, cool. Let's take a break then, and then when we come back, we can talk about what games we've been playing, and then we'll kind of from there just roll right into The Last of Us, which is what we've all been playing. We will be back. right. we are back. What games... Besides The Last of Us Part 2, have you guys been playing? Um, Pass. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Just The Last of Us and The Messenger?
2: Uh, I played some League of Legends.
0: Uh, yeah, so we did a clash this past weekend, actually. Oh, uh, was
2: that this last weekend? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: We won our first game pretty convincingly. Oh, we slapped him. And then we... We're winning our second game pretty good, and then we we lost lost that one team fight. We lost one team fight, got aced, and they didn't lose anyone. Then they got Dragon and Baron, and then from there, we just got absolutely blasted. Yeah. And then our third game, we got slaughtered. Oh my god, every single
2: player on that team was just outclassing us.
0: Yeah, we played real bad. Uh, But going forward, I'm no longer going to be playing top lane, because I'm bad at it, and I hate it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, welcome to my life, like five months ago so whenever whenever i was playing top lane before but i've been practicing top lane and i'm currently three and oh in my return to ranked play so
0: yeah so andrew's gonna be our new top laner i'm going back to ad carry where i belong
2: yeah now we Uh, just gotta find a jungler
0: tyler will play with us still maybe when he's free he was on a business trip Uh, i see um all right so nothing else new from you
2: no
3: that's just about it
0: what about you dante um i just pulled up my
3: previous steam um i was playing devil may cry ah five uh i put 31 hours into it
0: i think you uh, talked about that the last time you came on
3: i think that might have been Derek.
0: was it yeah, Cause yeah. I, yeah you were yeah. talking about it. that's right
1: yeah because i was playing it that's
3: um right. that's right And this game, like, combat-wise, I messaged Derek, and I told him how, like, I tried to play Assassin's Creed Origins, and it just, like, the combat and, like, combo running and stuff like that is just so crazy that um, it makes, like, combat in other fighting games sort of stale. Hmm. So, I, like, immediately stopped Assassin's Creed Origins when I started playing it because it just couldn't match it. I don't know. Maybe I needed a break from fighting games or something like that. So, yeah, there's like a whole, like, hundred level boss rush, basically. I made it to like 65. Hmm. But it's a very fun game. Uh, if you like that kind of like stylish genre.
0: Hmm.
3: Um, i also been playing Kerbal Space Program, too. I think we all we, we talked about that. Yeah, but. we
0: talked about that during disc golf. Uh, yeah. How's that going? Did you make it uh, back from the moon yet?
3: Yes, I did, successfully. Hey. So that's, um, I don't know. I know nothing about space travel. And <laughs> anapsis and preapsis or whatever. But it's still fun. So. And other than that, I don't know if you guys know about the developer chucklefish they make like stardew S- stardew and the other the space one
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I've, they made this new game called star and they were doing a demo run on steam so you could play 60 minutes of it and then okay. you're done which is a really cool concept and it was just kind of like a base builder
0: Ooh.
3: on a space station you play as the ai with uh, the ai
0: on the space station
3: yeah yeah you kind of like and then you kind of like grow new humans and stuff like that new um colonists and stuff like that and you send them out on asteroid mi- mining missions and so i don't know I'm, I'm a real big base builder guy so that ticked all the boxes for me
0: nice when's it yeah. coming out
3: I couldn't tell you. I think maybe mid July. I think that was an app alpha,
0: alpha. Gotcha. So it was like super early. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Derek? What do you got?
1: Uh, for me, um, besides The Last of Us, uh, I've just been playing Destiny 2.
0: Oh, yeah. How's that going?
1: Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, I'm now finally like. Caught up from the from not playing for um like three months, so like I've gotten my, my my gear back to like up to now where like almost end game levels of this of this next season. So I'm getting ready to um do the new dungeon soon, and it looks really really cool, and I'm excited to dive into that. I also have like a ton of others in the game from like the last expansion that I haven't done yet. So I'm like, okay, I've got that, like that to do, and then there's a few. I think there's three or four raids I still haven't done. So I'm like, all right, I want to get, I want to do that kind of stuff, um, especially right now when I like am enjoying just the overall part, overall pieces of the game. Um, they like introduced some new uh, armor mods, so they. They like got rid of perks on armor, and instead, uh, like I think it was this year, like this last expansion. So when an armor drops, it has stats instead, and then you basically can choose what perks you give the armor using mods. And they introduced uh, this season some some new mods that. Um, Introduce like some new mechanics into the game, which is kind of fun and fun to learn. Like, it's basically like you you earn this thing called charges charges of light, and then certain actions will uh, like expend those charges of light. And there's stuff like, and you can get like mods and stuff where it's like, if you have charges of light, you do more damage. So like, once you kill someone, it'll expend the charge of light, but then you can get Oh, uh, another perk that says like if you kill a certain amount of people, people in a certain like time, really quickly with like an auto rifle, you'll get a charge of light. So like it's like you can kind of uh, use it well for bosses where like you clean up some ads, get some charges of light, and then you go at the boss with like your heavier weapon and do a lot of fun, big damage. Um, it's been a lot, a lot of fun uh, lately. Uh, Game feels a little fresher than it did when I stopped playing back in February, I think. Nice. So have you been playing it yeah. you by
0: yourself or with someone?
1: Uh yeah, just by myself. Yeah. I don't know anyone who plays the game anymore, unfortunately. I thought Dante, <laughs> Dante used to play with you. Dante, yeah, he he played we played for like when the game first came out for like a good three months. And then Yeah, it's back when like like I feel like with whenever I like Dante and I have played Destiny from like the beginning, of the first game to the second game. It's like sometimes the game gets bad, and it's like mm. it's hard to convince people to then buy. Hey, like get this new expansion. I promise the game will be good again. Kind of, you know. <laughs> so I stopped. I stopped bothering with that, even though uh, I'm still like really into it. I mean, the they have like an app, the app, the Destiny Two app, and you mm-hmm. can use that to like get. Into groups with randoms to do raids and stuff, and oop, I just dropped my phone. Uh, yeah, so you can use that to like get into groups for raids or other like content that isn't match made, and that's like a great way to like add people to your friends list that might want to play or get into a clan or something like that. And I've had most mostly success using that. Like, I think only a couple times I've gotten into a group, and like they're just it's just such a bad group of six people that like everything falls apart because <laughs> everyone. It was like really bad. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't I haven't raided I think since the beginning, since like September when the last expansion came out. So I'm like I'm excited to do that again because it's that's what that's when the game is the most fun. It's like that the raids and the dungeons are like the best content in the game and they're so so much fun and uh, yeah I'm excited to I think there's like four I haven't done yet so I'm excited
0: solid cool um that's it for you that's it the only thing that i've played that isn't last of us because i've been playing a lot of the last of us in the last week uh star wars episode one racer shadow dropped on (laughs) switch the other day (laughs) and that game is amazing (laughs) uh i bought it and i played i played for like an hour or so Um, and I'm already realizing that there are mechanics in that game that I didn't know were there as a kid. Like there's a boost button. (laughs) If you get up to the max speed and then hold your stick forward, you can gain a little bit more speed and then you can hit a boost button and, uh, you can hold it down and then your, your pod will start to overheat and then you have to like, let it go. But, there's all sorts of stats for cooling, so how fast your pod will cool down. Your top speed, your traction, and then you can buy parts from Watto to upgrade them. And there's like 25 racers in this game that I, I thought... <laughs> apparently, I never played it a lot as a kid because I only unlocked... The farthest one I ever remember unlocking was... Uh, uh, what's his name? It's like Fud something. He's like this weird frog... He's the one right after uh, Max Bolt. Or no, Dud Bolt.
1: Dud Bolt. <laughs> uh,
0: anyways, yeah. That game is really fun. I'm going to like casually play it in bed or just like if I have 10 minutes to kill, I'll do a race or two. Um, yeah, it's really goofy and fun and I'm enjoying it. It's a, it's a high quality racing game. Um, I feel like there's a lot of nuances to it to get really, really good at it. Especially, it gives that F-Zero vibe where you're going so fast and it's about nailing the super tight corners and uh, yeah, just like pure execution or playing Mario Kart on 200cc. Oh, yeah. man. Did, Did you really... guys
3: ever play that for the uh, N64? Dude, you I know
0: you said. Oh, the, yeah. uh, the pod racing game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I still have my cartridge. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I haven't played it's it like in a very long time. But... One of six N64 games that I own. Ooh, I own just about every good N64 game you can think of. I love that's one of my favorite consoles. it's probably the console that had the most impact on my life and like got me into games was the n64 um so yeah i i have just about all the good ones nice including pokemon puzzle league the best one best one do you Um, have ready to rumble what (laughs) is that a good one
3: (laughs) i don't know that's like one of the only n64 games i still have left
0: (laughs) i do do not have that one
2: I think you, did you put an emphasis on the two? Is the two a number?
3: Uh, yes, the two is a number. Oh. And it was one of those games with the save packs that, like,
0: oh, my mom would yeah. never let me buy. So you couldn't like you had to either leave it on or start from the beginning every time.
3: Yes, <laughs> and I always
0: just started from the beginning. Uh, man, the stupid stuff we used to do as kids. <laughs> yeah, oh. I could not, I could not imagine doing that right now. Right? Just be like, oh. Okay. I enjoy the first level of this game and I can't save it so I'm just going to play the first <laughs> level every month or so I left yeah. so many negative reviews for Ocarina of Time when I was zero years old <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright uh, I guess let's move on and talk about the big the big game of the week the big game of the year one of the top games of the year or most anticipated Last of awesome. Us Part 2 Ooh. Uh, Oof. So, let's let's start with I played The Last of Us 1 for the first time back in was that March, I want to say, February, March, somewhere in yeah, that range. Earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. you played through it uh recently to get ready yep. for this game. Andrew, I know you've been watching <sighs> Jordan play it, but when was the uh, last time you kind actually of, played not it? Not
2: really. I only really sat in when he was doing a few specific sections, but the last time I played it was probably
0: 2016 okay so it's been a good while for you what about you Dante? when was the last time you played the original i played it on release for the ps3 and that was the last time you played it
3: that was the last time i played it. i played it straight through and um never picked it up again
0: yeah i mean i kind of understand why i feel like it's a game that um i don't think i'll play through a game i may again i may watch uh like a recap video if i ever feel fuzzy on the details of the story but i feel like it's such a strong engrossing story that it's like kind of locked in my memory and i don't need to replay it um, yeah but yeah so how far hours wise are you into last of us part two i'm about i think i was at 19 hours and 58 minutes when Ooh. i stopped playing earlier so i'm like almost exactly at 20 hours
2: i think i'm maybe like six or seven
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I'm 8, maybe okay. 9.
2: Okay, then maybe I'm more than 6 because I'm farther than you, so.
1: Hmm. Um
3: I, I'd say I'm about 3, maybe 4. Okay. I don't know, probably. So
0: you guys uh Dante's just scratching the surface. Uh Andrew and Derek have like put a good chunk of time and I'm mm-hmm uh yeah i've put in a whole lot of time i took friday off so i had like a full extra day to play it yeah uh, last week um so what do we think well like i said before we're not going to talk about any story things which is very hard to do with this game Mm -hmm. but we're going to kind of dodge around it we're going to talk about gameplay we're going to compare it to the first one um and just our general thoughts and feelings on it so far uh we should probably just go one person at a time, and then let the conversation develop from there. So, who wants to go first? Let's let Dante go first because you played the oh. least. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah. All what right. do you think so far? I think it's uh, really good. Um,
3: I don't. There's not much to say that I don't like about it. Um, the story is really solid. The I know I said how like Assassin's Creed Origins just like the combat felt stale, but mm-hmm. like for some reason this combat feels like much more like important half the time i can't like fire the gun correctly because everything's just like spinning and running around at me and flashlights are going off
0: yeah and they definitely do that intentionally too it's they make it hectic so that you miss more it's not supposed to be an easy shot every time you know it's supposed to be crazy
3: yeah, and like because body shots really don't matter, then oh, you just yes. always aim for the head and so that makes it it's very like suspenseful. I was um I was playing it with headphones on on my like big screen TV um cuz I moved my PS4 out so I could play with the 4K. Um and that's just like it's so engrossing. I just felt like I was like right in the game
0: yeah. with some headphones on and everything like that. I think one thing that anyone can say is that these environments are pretty breathtaking. Uh, oh, just my God. The amount of detail yeah. in the smallest things in this world and just the way everything is lit. Um, and it's just, yeah, it all looks beautiful. Um, yeah. Which is, yeah, it really... You get really engrossed in the environments for sure. Oh, yeah. um, definitely I, A plus in that manner.
1: I really like that you spend uh a decent amount of time in more like lush tree forest environments uh because if in the first game you it's like the 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 lushness of of everything is there like you know like it's clear that um the earth has kind of taken back mm. uh the environments but you know you're you're mostly go- going through urban environments or when you are in, in like the wilderness uh during winter so it's just covered in snow um but like you know the the tall grass that they have throughout the game makes it just like it really makes it like really nice looking um i think one of the earlier levels you're just like in the forest like walking around i think um and like you know, you walk through some trees and come out to like this really cool reveal, and uh, it definitely like is visually one of, I think, the most like visually stunning game I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Um, earlier in the year, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, and I I still think that has better looking character models just because they're not going for the hyper-realistic and I've said before, it's really hard to perfectly nail the hyper-realistic like human figure but as Mm -hmm. for environment uh, this is, yeah, I think one of the prettiest games we've ever seen hands down It's kind of like a culmination
3: I didn't play Uncharted 4 and I don't know if there's any sand in this game, but um... (laughs) and gets everything (laughs) The um the sand physics that they had in Uncharted 3 and, like, the lush green forest of Uncharted 1 and the snow of Uncharted 2, I don't know why it went so out of order like that. But, <laughs> um, but it just, like, it feels like it's kind of like a culmination of, like, all that Naughty Dog has learned about, like, environmental physics and mm-hmm. how it kind of works around the human, like, or a human interaction or a... Yeah object interaction yeah Mm.
2: all of the physics in this game are amazing i remember one moment that just i don't know why this particular moment stuck out to me but i was it was like one of the early areas and you are in like an office space trying to get one of the gates open or something uh and there was i had gotten into that area by breaking a window and there was a piece of broken glass on the shelf, kind of hanging off halfway. And I opened a drawer to get something, and the piece of glass that was kind of touching the drawer, like moved, like very realistically, like it would. And it, I don't know why that one moment got me, but I was like, "Wow."
0: Yeah, like, there are moments where, uh, yeah, stuff like that will happen, where just the environment works in a way. And like I haven't seen this since Breath of the Wild, where the physics in the game. Will do what you think it should do, yeah. Every single time, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's really impressive. The
2: um, the rope physics is so cool. It makes it makes so much sense.
0: Yeah, like having anchor points and looping around uh, higher up beams and stuff to be able Mm -hmm. to hoist yourself up on things. Yeah, it it's really cool. Uh, There's a lot of the environmental puzzle solving in this game is really top notch so far. Oh yeah, Uh, there are a lot of times where you just got to sit there and think and be like, okay how can i get over this wall or how can i get through this area and yeah there's always a...
2: it's like oh this door is locked so let me look and see if there's a way around like a crawl yeah. space or a... it's like oh let, let me over?
0: yeah let me maneuver this dumpster into a spot where i can then climb over this thing and yeah it all it all works very well we're not stuck on anything too long but it's also makes you put a little bit of thought into it it's not a dead giveaway every single time so that's very well done one of
2: the most recent uh puzzles that i solved that was really cool was uh in like an abandoned building and there's an elevator shaft you climb up and then she gets to a room and she goes oh there's some good stuff in there and i'm like okay but then uh so there's an open window next to you and then you have a rope and like the rope is is stuck on the second floor of the building that you're in. Uh, And so there's like this awning right outside the window, but you can't jump to it from the window. So you need to go onto the ground and then break the glass on the awning so that there's some space for the rope to hang down and then throw the rope over the awning so that it's hanging down so that you can climb up it from the ground. And since it's caught on the awning, it supports your weight and then you can get in the room
0: yeah and that really was really cool like, stuff like that throughout the whole thing so far for me at least um yeah yeah i think they've been nailing it with that uh what do you think overall so far derek your general thoughts on how because you you and andrew seem to be kind of in the same
1: part um i i mean i i i really like it mm. um i'm very happy with with this game. Uh, I so I played Uncharted four, uh, uh, and I think that changes kind of I guess how like groundbreaking a lot of these physics and stuff seem because they're all in that game as well. Okay. Um, uh, okay. I feel like with uh, kind of the last of a last year, uh, last generation. Um, Naughty Dog has done the same thing this generation, where everything they learned from making their games this generation, you know, Uncharted Four, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, they've now expanded upon just a tad and perfected maybe in the last. Um, I want to say the rope phys- the, like the rope physics are there in Uncharted Four, but I don't think, if I remember correctly, you, you don't physically throw the rope over awnings and stuff to get anywhere. At least in combat, you, like there's like a button sequence where you like say, "Hey," because the, the rope is a huge part. A grappling hook is like a huge part of combat in, uh, four, okay. um, but it's not as because it's a much more fast-paced game. You can't sit and go, "Okay, uh, let me throw." Oh, I just got shot, and I'm, uh, uh, and this, you know, it's more. The rope is more used for puzzle solving in Last of Us than it is used it, than as opposed to Uncharted, where it's used to be part of this frantic, crazy, uh combat where you're like you know throwing a rope over a thing kicking a guy in a chest and then like swinging around and shooting guys you know this is it's like oh i i gotta you know look at my environment it's so it's it's cool to see and have played both those use of this same you know the same thing the the, the rope um you know Kojima talks a lot about the rope in and (laughs) (laughs) not. But uh, these are both strand type games, and uh, Uh... this game it's it's very good. Uh, I am only nine hours in. I am a little. I wish. uh, I don't know if I don't think this is spoilery, and we can cut it out if it is. But uh, in the first, the first chapter of the game that's not the prologue it's a little more open world and, and not that it's like open world but there's more there's more room to explore before you can go do like what that you know part of the chapter's mm-hmm. goal is yeah, and I, know I wish exactly what you're talking about there were more sections of that in the game but i could get i could see how those could be overwhelming over time and could like artificially increase the length of this game where it, maybe it doesn't need to
0: yeah um see i i i know exactly the part that you're talking about and i felt very overwhelmed there because in this world i want to explore every nook and cranny so i appreciate that the game is very well crafted and mostly linear throughout the whole thing with some small branching paths that usually lead to rewards if you can think you through the way to get to those uh places Mm -hmm. Uh, um so that open world spot, while it was, or opener spot, while it was really cool and I, I liked it for that one time, I definitely wouldn't want the whole game to be that. And I don't even know if I'd want more of that in there because I think it takes away from the very tightly constructed narrative that they're going for. It's like, I, I yeah. like this particular game. I like being guided through the whole thing. It feels more like a playable movie than a... Like, I don't need it to be an open world like um Breath of the Wild or the newer Assassin's Creed game where I have the freedom. Because in those games I kind of embody what the characters and I like Link is me in Breath of the Wild. And mm-hmm. I whereas in these games it's more so, no, I am on this journey. I'm seeing the journey Wearing through Ellie's, Ellie's eyes. Yeah. And Ellie and like I am just here to witness what ellie does so i'm okay with there being less of the open world exploration stuff in these games
2: are you referring to like in the first kind of area where you like you have a main objective but then you go to a building and you get a you find a piece of paper that says oh hey there's some cool shit in this other building and then you go to that building and then yeah, there's another yeah. piece of paper i would really liked that
0: um, so that stuff's persistent throughout the whole game. There's just this one area. Uh, I know the big landmark in this area, there's like a big fire truck in that area. I don't know if that helps you kind of, uh, figure out the area that
1: I'm talking no, about. Not, not, nailed not, not at all. It makes me think we're thinking we're talking about two different things. Okay. Then you might <laughs> not
0: have even gotten there yet. Cause there's one pretty big open part, uh, okay. where, and there's like a fire truck on a cliff with some cool stuff. And yeah, there's like all sorts of buildings for you to explore. It's basically like a grid. And Oh,
2: I think I might know what you're talking about, Jeff.
0: Yeah, that felt I'll, like uh,
2: I'll ask you about it after we're done. Okay,
0: recording. we can talk more about it later, yeah. But
1: Okay. It, yeah. Cause I'm talking about like literally like the beginning of the game.
0: Oh, when you're when you're in Jackson, the main town? No, like, no. no. The, when you like first, the first
1: when you first get to uh, the main location. All right. How about so, talk how to about me this about it. when you're? How about this, Jeff? When you're
0: going to the dome?
1: The Ye- do- yes. When you're going to the dome?
0: Okay. You're gonna have to refresh my memory because that was like 15 hours ago. Uh, oh and god. okay, so we'll talk about it after. And I'm sure once you openly say it, I'll go. Oh yeah, of course yeah. that thing. But um, it's so difficult to beat around the bush. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> I know. Um,
1: uh, well, because so- well, I think the big thing is like that's it's also kind of a big review like i don't i don't want to name the place because uh it could kind of be a spoiler and it's like it's also one of the big i think what makes that and why i liked that part so much is it's not just your first time going to this area the character's first time as well and so you know, they, like, they don't know where they are. You don't know where you are. So it, it kind of makes sense at that point like, to have this kind of part where you, like, let's go look around everywhere. Whereas later in the game where, where you're talking about, Jeff, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, like, we know, we're, we've been here a while. So things are a little more linear because we have objectives we need to complete right now. And, yeah. you know, anything, you know, yeah, you might check some side buildings as you're walking around, but you don't want this huge open area because like you're, there is a goal the character s- stuck on and like it's there is kind of like a s- urgency to get there kind of thing mm.
0: and that like a, I like that doesn't work for every game but that it's that right. linear style works for this game for me because of what it's trying like the story it's trying to tell and the pace at which yeah. it's telling it
1: and and i it, it can always be um kind of immersion breaking when you're playing an rpg and you get this like utmost important quest like hey, we need you to go to the front line right now because the bad guy's attacking and you're like okay okay but first i'm gonna go like on 40 side quest. yeah and, but yeah. i found
0: this dwarven arrow and i need to bring it to the museum yeah.
1: <laughs> like on like a year's worth of time and then i'll come back and we'll do that thing but like just wait for me okay yeah but, like I, yeah i guess that would be very immersion breaking in a even more immersion breaking in a game like this
2: yeah yeah and it, it also makes sense because, you know, they're on a journey and, like, they want to stock up on supplies. And it's, like, the way to get those supplies is to go around and explore and find shit. Right. Right. And I actually I've freaking love that it's you can kind of almost choose how difficult you want the game to be based on how much you explore. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the good stuff you have to go out of your way to find. Yeah, like, so I've
0: I've always wondered, uh, like if I don't open up uh like a safe or something and find the second the shotgun. Yeah, the shot like the shotgun will because I know like you find just people's guns on the ground and you take the ammo out of it, but if I hadn't yeah. found that type of gun yet would i just pick their gun off the ground and that's the big moment as opposed to me finding it in this very special location
2: because i remember finding the shotgun at the end of this like long chain of going to different buildings and like on a scavenger hunt almost and then being like oh cool
1: yeah i I have no idea i want to say i think you probably would uh just because like from a from like a gameplay perspective like okay but before that moment where you find that shotgun like you you don't really encounter encounter anybody with shotguns but then like the minute you do like why wouldn't you just pick up their shotgun? you know but like exactly. at this point you found one early you get to use it a little bit earlier maybe makes a harder encounter a little more easy and then yeah. like later on it's like okay here I, you see that in it's like in in, in doom i think uh you know, so usually you can find better weapons like a level or two early, and then like if you don't get them, the game eventually just like hands it to you, like okay, here you go. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, what are your overall thoughts so far, Andrew?
2: Uh, overall, I am really enjoying it. Um, like I said, the gameplay is still just as crisp, even if not even more refined than the first game, from what I remember. Uh, the combat is like super smooth and dynamic and you have so many options at all times it's mind boggling like just the amount of ways that any given player can tackle a challenge Mm -hmm. like you could uh you know shoot one guy and then hide or like silent or sneak around and kill everybody or just sneak around them and not kill anybody at all and and get past everyone and like that that stuff was kind of present in the first game but i think they've expanded the options even further in this one Mm. um and i've seen like some clips of some people doing some some funky things in combat and it it makes me giddy i'm like ooh, this game is this game is (laughs) cool
0: yeah um cool uh so yeah my overall thoughts is like it's more of the last of us i think it's absolutely nailing it's the combat is the same just tweaked and better the exploration is the same just tweaked and better uh the story is a good continuation of what the first game was i think it's nailing all of the that's like it's nailing all of the themes that it's going for very very well um i like to equate um actually i don't know if i can say that thought yet okay (laughs) i'll save that thought for later um let's see i have a couple notes here on just some things that um annoyed me just the slightest bit um i felt like for a really long time i was struggling with stealth in this game more so than the first game i don't know if you guys had that issue too i had trouble like staying hidden and uh like trying to sneak up on people i felt like they were noticing me more than no. i did in the first game i this might have just been a me thing yeah um, i've not really had that problem uh and uh, there feels like there's some encounters cuz um it's no secret that Ellie has a bow in this game and they show her using it in a whole bunch of trailers mm-hmm. um and so in the first game too the bow was your main source of killing people quietly that and sneaking up behind people um this game you also can build silencers for your pistol um and so my my favorite way to play this game and i it's the thing I enjoy the most is sneaking around and trying to pick off everyone absolutely quietly and have no one even know that I'm there. Um, And just go through with using as little resources as possible and not being detected. And throughout this game, I felt like there are some instances of encounters where that is literally impossible. Yeah. I can shoot people in the head with the silence pistol or an arrow and They'll still somehow trigger. Either it's so littered with people, it is impossible for them yeah. not to be seen dying, or I've hit people in the head with an arrow, and they're just like, "Oh, she's here!" And it's just like, "Come on!" Like, yeah,
2: I've I've encountered come on. A, a section like that. Re- yeah. most, like, pretty recently, it
0: happens a couple times, and then because like I don't like to just have full out brawls with everyone, but I find myself that happening a lot where i'm trying to be stealthy and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden everyone knows i'm there and it's just like okay i guess i'm taking out this shotgun and throwing molotovs and hoping for the best like trying to kill everyone
2: very violent like and it always seems like when that happens like there's always somebody like on your six like always somebody comes up at the different angle which i appreciate (laughs) from like a challenge perspective but Mm -hmm. sometimes it seems a little unfair
0: yeah uh another thing that i've noticed i don't know how if you guys notice this and how you feel about it, but uh, one of the big things that Naughty Dog was very proud of with this game is uh, how smart the AI of the NPCs are and how they work as kind of a unit when you're fighting them. Fighting them, uh, mm-hmm. and one of the big things that they do is all of these characters have names and they have like personalities and whatnot. Right. So, so when you kill someone, someone else in the distance will shout, "Oh my God, they killed Doug!" <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And the first couple times I was like, all right, this is cool. Uh, but it just keeps happening. Almost it's like eighty percent of the people you kill, someone will shout their name and be like, Oh mm-hmm. god, no, not Carolyn. Uh and it just feels forced. It's like yeah. they're so proud of it. They like, look at look at how cool this is. So they do it all the time. If it happened significantly less, I think it would be way cooler. And yeah. I I get their I argument that. that's like that's what would probably happen if you saw someone you know get shot and murdered in front of you you would scream out their name yeah uh, but with the amount
2: of killing you probably do in this game that yeah. probably uh loses a little meaning over yeah. the course
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah that's so that felt a little forced to me um so, but really those were my biggest issues other than that I'm yeah. really loving the game uh, I think the story is really cool and it's doing things. It's doing something really cool that I think wouldn't work as a movie, but works very well as a video game. Uh, mm. And it's doing something that video games haven't really done before, as far as I know. Um, so I'm really liking where it's going. And I just like want to keep playing. I want to get to the end to see how this whole thing resolves.
2: Yeah, I think I'm at a point in the story right now where like it ha- shit hasn't really hit the fan yet but I'm like waiting for it to happen and I still have zero idea what is going to happen with the rest of this game (laughs) and I am like so anticipating it the only like minor thing I have with this game I would say is the amount of times when an action is just you hold down the triangle button but it has to Mm -hmm. like go through an animation and then bring up the prompt and then you do it and I'm like why couldn't you just let me hit the button
0: I heard I've heard a lot of, uh, or I heard the phrase recently. Triangle hunting uh, is kind of what you need <laughs> in this game, whether, <laughs> you're much. Not, whether where you are hunting for supplies to pick up, or drawers to open to look for supplies, or the yep. next the door to lead you to the next area. It's all about looking for that prompt to press the triangle button, um, which is that's, that's true. true. um
1: so, I, I know I was doing that a lot at first, but I feel like now, and I, I'm wondering if it's a way as like how I've been. Playing the game, I feel like now I know things better in the world that like I'm like, ooh, that's that's where I can like get something out of, or uh, mm-hmm. like I mean, you guys are talking about combat, and um, I have found that uh, the while I am very good at the like infected combat and picking them off uh, one by one, I can't do it with human uh the human combat and i've my best strategy has just been to run away Um, (laughs) yeah so i've got really good at finding the doors what the doors look like, right like to progress the the story and get out of that area um so (laughs) it's (laughs) it's usually like a partially open door and you run up your whole triangle you hope no one is you've run away far that you can do the animation and get the door and then they close you know they close some of the front of the door and you're good to go uh and i yeah. i know I, I feel like i don't know about you guys but i really like that um the game feels so overwhelming sometimes in the combat that just trying to run is sometimes the best option if you can do it because that yeah it makes it, me feel to like, trigger that cutscene. well it's it makes me feel like you know that's, this is this that's is something more, ellie would not, do yeah i'm not a i'm not a one man or one woman army i i am like a person and if i'm like oh shit this is not going to turn out well for me i'm just going to get the hell out of it and no. so i feel like i didn't you don't you can't really do that in the first game maybe maybe you can sneak your way past and like not have to kill all the enemies but i feel like there was never an option to just like sprint and get the fuck out See, yeah.
0: I've heard people say that before, and I've never actually tried it. Any that I get like alerted to, and people know that I'm there, I my natural reaction is I have to kill all of these people because if I, and I like, I know hmm. that it works, and that people have done it where they successfully just run to the end of the area and yeah. get past it. But in my mind, in that moment, my flight or fight response is like, if I try to run away, they will kill me, so I have to stand my ground. Which is, yeah. it's cool that you can do both of those things. Yeah. And I've like uh, I, I've made it through everything so far by standing my ground when killing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I know. First... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, uh, the fact that in this game, Ellie has a dodge button, which is something that Joel couldn't do, uh, hand-to-hand combat, a lot of people uh, will actually run up to you and try to punch you and hit you with melee weapons, which happens a lot more in this game than it did in the first game. So Ellie's ability, at first I was really terrible at it, to dodge punches and then kind of counterattack becomes very important. And uh, yeah, the ability to fight people in melee range better uh, makes it so that I think she could scrap her way through way more fights than Joel could. And that's why I can get away with when things go south, um, just kind of fighting my way through it
2: i've noticed sometimes too uh certain sections will if you do get alerted to their pre or they do get alerted to your presence uh sometimes they'll just like come at you in groups of of like three or four and then once you kill those three or four then another three or four will come in at you know at a few seconds later
0: yeah that and depends on like in, uh, yeah story. and obviously it's
2: all situational yeah. like the uh the section after you first get the bow Mm -hmm. where it's fucking impossible to not get seen by anybody i ended up at some point just running and i somehow made it all the way to the end
0: see i think i did that section with because i just got the bow i forgot because like obviously coming off of the end of the first last of us and having everything and not realizing that my main play style is sneaking around with the bow and killing everything silently Doing everything in this game up until the point where you get the bow was painful for me because it's it was so counter to how I played the game. And you had the silenced pistol, but man, it's it's not the same because you have to be really close to guarantee that you get that headshot. Because if you shoot someone in the arm with a silenced pistol, guess what? It doesn't matter that it's silenced because they're just going to go, oh my god, I just got shot! There's someone here! <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I learned that. I mean, I was way.
2: I was trying to be sneaky and and sneak around with it, but it felt like no matter where I shot them, they were always in the line of sight of someone else. So I don't know if it yeah. was just that one section or what, but I was also out of health packets in that section, so uh, <laughs> I had a tough time with that one. But there there have been other times where like I've tried to run away and go to the door that I'm like, okay, I know this is the door, and then I had to hold the triangle button, so I didn't have enough time and I got shot, and so. I had to turn around and kill everyone. So, mm.
3: can you pull arrows out of people in this one? Because I just finished um, Left Behind. Yeah, like, last so... week, and you can never recover any sort of like resource or anything like that.
0: So, in the first game, recovering arrows was a big part of it. In this game, you can craft arrows out of duct tape and scissors. I want to say something like that. Uh, yeah. So, I don't think you can pick up arrows at all. It's all about uh finding no. the resources to make them.
1: You you can. Uh they just have to be headshots. Yeah, yeah, Are and you sure? sometimes. yeah. Yeah. I'm a on yeah, It tells okay. you. Uh, in the like the arrow the bow tutorial.
0: Okay. I'm pretty sure the, the success rate of like having an arrow not break is significantly lower in this game than it is compared to the first game. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you can craft them.
1: I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. I it like is it, because in the first game crap, if you
0: got a headshot, it was guaranteed that you would get that arrow back, or almost guaranteed. Whereas in this game I feel like it's a fifty fifty, even if you get a yeah, headshot. Yeah, they said it was sometimes. Okay, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, it's just not nearly as much because you can craft yeah. arrows. Which was huge for me.
3: I feel like you um keep trying to justify Jeff like not going in like being stealth like playing in a stealth. Play style, but I feel like the whole game is just like meant to be played almost stealthily. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really see like. I think the resources are like so scarce. Like one bullet. You only find like a bullet in a gun or like two bullets in a gun. You're not carrying around like a clip and a half like in like a regular shooter. But like, so like, then you got to really make things count. So I think like while you can just go like guns blazing the gameplay and you're and usually the preferred style isn't like uh, just like going in and shooting everybody up unless yeah. you're getting headshots too I don't I don't know what what difficulty you guys are playing uh, on I'm just but... doing the normal one yeah moderate I think it's called oh, okay Derek what about you Uh,
0: what was the question <laughs> wow <laughs> Dante asked what difficulty you're playing on.
1: Oh, uh, that's, that's what I thought he asked, but then I was <laughs> like, wait, he was just talking about... Sorry, uh, that was just a big a tangent. Stuff. Uh, I, I think I'm playing on the, the middle difficulty. Okay,
3: because okay. I started on hard, and it like kind of, like, pushes you. Because everything's a lot more, <laughs> like, bullet spongy. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really know if I like about hard mode in games, but where it just artificially makes it harder by adding health yeah yeah um so so that like pushes me at least to do more stealthy stuff
2: Mm. um yeah i always try at first in everything to do it stealthily but then as soon as i get seen by people i'm like
0: uh maybe i'll kill them. there's been a couple times where i'll get noticed and i'm just well, I just think okay, I'm just gonna let them kill me and respawn at the beginning of this and try the stealth again. And when I get to the third or fourth time of trying to be stealthy and people noticing me, I just go okay, this this is seems to be impossible in this scenario. So then I just <laughs> murder everything. I used to do that in like all the Uncharted. I used to do the same exact. I wonder just if it's, let it's just like kill you.
3: Yeah, I would just like restart it or just like quick restart in like the start menu. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, if it's either a Naughty Dog thing or like a mental thing (laughs) that we both do or
0: yeah uh one thing that i didn't realize was so annoying until recently i don't like i didn't think about this at all in the first game but when you have an ammo cap and i think the the main rap rifle you can carry like what is it the long rifle yeah you can carry like 12 bullets i literally never use my long rifle so here's the thing about that if I was in the post-apocalypse and I've, my bu- my clip was full and I had a box filled with bullets and I found another box filled with bullets, I would fucking shove those bullets up my butt to make sure that I could, like, <laughs> I would find room. Ellie, take those goddamn notes of all those dead people that you're just for some reason keeping in your backpack and throw them out so you can carry <laughs> more bullets. Like, I had this revelation. and I was like, what the, f- why can I only carry 12 rounds for a rifle? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh so yeah that bugged me and i didn't really think about it until recently uh yeah, yeah. but playing the guitar is awesome Dude, Have you guys played the, the guitar got... yet
2: sorry i almost spoiled something
0: oh we've been... <laughs> that's not a huge cover she plays a cover of a song on a guitar um yeah but there are guitars that you find I mean, throughout I mean, the I, world
2: am i ruin the moment for uh dante yeah
0: sure. i i need to know i don't need to know the song exactly. um so I need a surprise yeah, it was surprising. You find guitars throughout the world, and you can just strum on them. And there's a very elaborate control scheme for playing yeah, it's music weird. on them. And people on Twitter are starting to play full songs on the yeah. guitars that Ellie finds in the world. It's really really cool. Um, so just it, a, a nod to something very simple but really really cool.
3: Is it the same mechanics as like when Joel does it, or is it different? Because like uh, he does it in
0: the. Does he do it in the first game? opening? No, no, in like the beginning, the, very, yeah, the very pro-rock. beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: basically the same.
0: Oh yeah, I don't, man, I don't remember. This is so long ago. Yeah, no, it's you're pretty, pretty much the same. You're basically strumming the, uh, the touchpad. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. how there's the okay. the
2: wheel with all the chords on it. Yeah, it's yeah. basically like six of those you can cycle between with the D pad.
0: Okay, cool. I forgot that that happens in the beginning of the game.
3: Yeah. I'd like to add that I think Naughty Dog does like. Uh, an amazing job with including um elements in the controller to their games
0: mm, yeah
3: um so like that and
1: the flashlight going the out
3: flashlight you have to, yeah. take it to charge the flashlight yeah, yeah that's yep. fun yeah so um, i really like that not not a lot of games
0: use that kind of stuff but yeah. it's the little touches yeah does anyone find themselves blinding them with the light on the ps4 controller no, I, I never <laughs> realized it, but when I'm playing games and like a cutscene happens, I'll take the controller and I'll just kind of like rest it up against my chin or something along those lines. But with the PS4 okay. controller, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I just put it like close to my face and I'm just like rest <laughs> the controller on my face. I'm fucking weird. Leave me alone. But <laughs> but the light just blinds me instantly. I just go, ah! because
2: <laughs> I, okay, I forget then that it's
0: there. Have you considered not... I just, it's a, just a reflex. I've been doing it my whole life, and this is the first controller that has a light that shines directly into my eyes when that happens. Uh, but if
2: it's under your chin,
0: no. Okay. So like, the controller is basically the where the touchpad is on the PS4 controller would be yeah. against my chin. Okay. And, then, and then the light's shining directly straight into my eyes.
2: <laughs> All right, so maybe you hold it upside down or put it down like a normal person.
0: And then the other thing that annoys me with that light is it reflects into the TV sometimes. So, like, if there's a really dark scene, I'll just see, I don't know, sometimes it's green. sometimes you see it's the sad it's just...
2: reflection of you sitting on
0: the couch. <laughs> exactly, and this giant beam of light illuminating me. Uh, so I hope that the light in the PS5 controller is not as bright. <laughs> I think the... you can
1: turn it off slash dim it
0: Oh, God, I should do that because it it blinds me and it ruins my picture. <laughs> All bad things. You could put a piece of duct tape on it. <laughs> I guess I could. Um. Okay, does anyone... I guess we're starting to wrap this up because obviously we're getting to the point where we can't go much farther without starting to get really yeah, spoilery. Yeah. So does anyone have any kind of last thoughts that they want to put out there for now before um, we come back to this in a couple of weeks? I want to know...
2: Uh, I guess with you, Jeff, since you've played the most. But okay. as of right now, uh, better, the same, or worse than the first one?
0: Um, overall, I can't comment on story because I haven't seen this story Obviously. through yet. The the story of the first game is so perfect and it's just a like, like well put together package that I'm I'm eager to see if they pull that off here. I don't think I. It's doing something different with the story, Uh, so I don't think it's comparable story-wise. Okay. Um, Gameplay-wise, everything is just an improvement. Um, It's almost exactly the same, but there's so many small tweaks that just lifts it all up overall. Um, So in that regard, it's definitely better. Visually, obviously, being uh, a whole generation later, it it looks significantly better. Um, All the acting is still on the same part, but it's like... It's. I would put it equal with part two having slightly better gameplay and then the story is up in the air as to seeing how it ends. That's right. kind of where I'm at right now.
2: I guess we'll retread on that once we've all been in it. Yeah. Cool.
1: All right. There, there is an option in settings under controller or under <laughs> devices to dim the light.
0: Good. It, is there any games where it's completely necessary? I know in some games it'll show it'll like flash red when your health is low, but
1: yeah, for the most part, it it's just Resident Evil, I think.
0: For the most part, it's just one solid color, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think it's necessary, but for some reason you can't turn it. Off. So you can't turn it what? You can't turn it all the way off. You can just dim it. You can just you can just dim it.
0: Okay, well maybe it'll be a little <laughs> less blinding up for me.
3: I think GTA 5. If you were like wanted, it flashed red or blue. That yeah. was like the coolest use I've ever seen uh, of it. Oh
0: yeah, like cops. <laughs> kind of cool.
1: Yeah. In in Destiny, it like reflects what like subclass you're like, using. If you're like using uh, Solar, it's like yellowish.
2: Does that mean if- that? resident uh gta 5 for the ps5 is just gonna be an objectively worse game because the controller won't do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we don't know if there is that light around the touchpad it's not on the top yeah so we don't know if that changes colors yet we've only ever seen it blue so far so Hmm. maybe um all right cool we will we'll continue this conversation in probably about two weeks and kind of get into the deep nitty gritty of everything about the last of us part two and i'm looking forward to that um looking forward to beating the game hopefully i'm gonna get it done i think i can get it done this weekend uh we'll see um cool who wants to do some trivia to wrap this up
1: yeah boy (laughs)
0: okay so we have a special (laughs) trivia so we're gonna take a quick break and I'm going to get that set up. And when we come back, we'll have that rolling. It's going to be really fun. All right. We'll be back. Cool. 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 Okay. We are back. And we're going to do this very special trivia. So this is an idea I had uh, a couple weeks ago. But it, while you were pooping? While I was pooping. But it only really works well while... Uh, recording online, so now I found was the perfect time to do it. So, gentlemen, this trivia is video game console boot sounds. Oh, <gasps> oh, yes. So, nice. so I have five boot sounds here, and you have to tell me what console it is from. Oh man! Is everybody ready to start? Uh, oh yes. This is gonna be very Jesus, fun. Jesus, Derek.
1: <laughs> I you don't you underestimate how many times I've watched the video all video game Buddha all video games Buddha sounds no
3: oh my god um, <laughs> so much so that it gives you an orgasmic response
1: <laughs> they're, they're such great they're so good the good they're ones so good there's one
0: that the one that inspired me uh, actually was a guy recreating them all on a keyboard and he nails it oh. uh, I will share that with you after this. Um, Alright, are you guys ready for boot up sound number one? Yep. Sure. Alright, here we go. I'm going to play it once, and then uh, if anyone wants me to play it a second time, I will do so. Okay, here we go. Hmm. Okay. I <laughs> Does anybody need to hear that one again?
2: Only if you're holding the Z button.
0: We're going to do it one more time, just because. Okay, so uh, we'll have just the order I wrote it down. Andrew, what console boot up sound is that?
2: The Nintendo GameCube.
0: Dante? The Nintendo Game. Or oh, I just put GameCube. Derek?
1: GameCube.
0: That is the GameCube. And my friends, that is the easiest one we have. So don't <laughs> think it's going to be this easy going forward. I honestly didn't. I thought you wouldn't even put that on here. All right. Here is the second one and possibly my favorite out of all of them. What boot up console sound is that? I will play it for you one more time. Oh, it gives me chills. I love it so much that opening bass alright uh, we're going to go in the same order for this one because I have a feeling Andrew doesn't know so Andrew what console is that the boot up sound for
2: Uh, Playstation 1
0: Dante uh, I'm going to feel
3: like a fool but I'm going to say Playstation 2 Derek The PlayStation
1: 1. It was the original
0: PlayStation. I love that sound so uh, much. Kids these
1: days will never know the anxiety of putting in a slightly scratched disc and waiting for that second sound. Yeah, because it would (laughs) only play the first first sound, right? Yeah, you're just waiting there, and then it doesn't play, and you're like, oh, damn it. Scratch. So,
0: I love that sound so much. I had that
2: same anxiety on the GameCube when instead of the logo fading away, it would like twist into that trend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> going to the <laughs> menu.
0: No! Alright, here is the third one. That one's pretty easy. We'll do that one one more time. What console sound is that? Uh. Everyone got something written down? Mm-hmm. Yep. Dante, we'll go with you first on this one. Game Boy Advanced. Derek. Game Boy Advance. Andrew. Game Boy Advanced. That is right, gentlemen. That is the Game Boy Advance. And this is where things really heat up and start to get difficult. Okay. Here is sound number four. What console was that? Is that
2: a console?
0: That is the boot up sound for a console. I'll give it to you one more time.
3: <laughs>
0: Do we got something written down, everybody? Yeah, Sure. Yep. Yeah? Derek, you got something? Y- yeah. Andrew, go first.
2: Oh, fuck you. You go first
0: nope
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh sega
0: dreamcast dante was that the playstation 2 derek it's uh, the playstation 2 that is the sega dreamcast oh <laughs> <my God. laughs> baby yes. Derek,
1: come on you're the, I, you're the dreamcast I down, man i know i wrote down sega dreamcast and then i was wait you played it the second time jeff and i was like yeah. no that's station 2 ah uh, nope I second guess
0: dreamcast okay here is the final one can Andrew get the perfect round or can Derek tie it up here we go the last one and probably the most difficult one we oh boy. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. we're gonna do that one one more time Okay. We're going to um, have Dante go first on this one cuz he has no chance of winning. Sorry well, Dante. Can I it's is
2: okay. there, can I ask a question? Is there a is there a like period of time forward or like end backward where startup sounds didn't exist?
0: No, they still exist. PS4 has one, the Switch no, has no, no, one. No, 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 no. I mean like when
1: did they start happening? The oh. first I, I think they started happening on like I think like the the Magnavox had one. What is that? What year was that? They go pretty far back. 1980. Okay. They go very far back.
0: All right, Dante. What do you have? I am gonna. I didn't write anything down because it means Uh, nothing. But is it the
3: Neo Geo?
0: Uh, Derek, the chance to tie. Do you know what it is?
1: I said the Sega Genesis.
0: Andrew, with the chance to secure the win.
1: I'm
2: guessing the Atari Jaguar.
0: Ooh. None of you are correct. Uh, Derek, uh, you were close. It was a the Sega Saturn. It's the Sega Saturn. Damn it. Wow. So
2: See, I didn't I tried to meta meta game it. I didn't think you were gonna do two Sega consoles.
0: I thought about putting the Jaguar on there, but the Jaguar really? sound is really dumb. Hang on, I'll bring it up for you real quick. Um Atari Jaguar startup. It's really, really bad. <laughs> that's it. That would have been even harder. (laughs) Wait, doesn't it do like a little jingle at the end? Yeah, then when the Atari logo comes in, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that was the the Jaguar. Uh, And then, so Andrew wins. Congratulations! Hey, here was the bonus one, which I think if we got to the bonus one, Derek would have pulled away with the win. Here we go. Oh. Does anyone know what that one was? I can uh, do it one more time. Xbox One. Dante, gotta guess. I
3: yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a Xbox One. Derek. It's,
1: I think it's a it's a PlayStation Vita.
0: Ooh, close! It's the PlayStation Portable.
1: Oh, it's PSP. Uh, okay. Uh,
0: I don't think the Vita has one. I was looking. It, it, up. it doesn't actually. Yeah, now that yeah. I think about it so yeah congratulations andrew i uh, the one Hooray. person that i did not expect to get the win <laughs> I, I did uh. not think you were gonna get the dreamcast or the saturn well you didn't get the saturn but i was very impressed. literally the, dreamcast. the
2: reason i guess the dreamcast is because of that like synth that was in there yeah. and like the raindrop sounds i was like this sounds like a very dreamy sound effect
0: nice good call uh
1: okay damn i just looked up the playstation 2 noise and i was like yep that's it
0: yeah it was not any actually i'll look it up now just so everyone can hear because the playstation times in a row playstation (laughs) one was the
2: was a complete guess for me too yeah
0: i love that sound so much and that's the.
2: you see you fucking like pretty much gave it away for me by saying that because i was like what console does jeff have nostalgia for
0: here's the ps2 oh yeah yep as yeah. soon as you hear it, you're just like, oh, yeah. Well, I might that's, have gotten that. That's the sound of Final Fantasy X booting up right there. <laughs> um. All right. That's the end of this episode. Thank you for participating, guys. I really appreciate it. Of course. As uh, the owner
1: uh, of two Sega Dreamcasts, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <myself>. I'm also <laughs> disappointed in you. I've um, never touched a Sega in my life.
0: Be sure to check out our website, thegamesharks.com, where eventually we will all Uh, have some written thoughts on the last of us in one collective piece I think it'd be really fun for us all to do that check out uh, our Instagram Game Sharks podcast where you can check out cool pictures of you know us living our lives also I did a fun I had a fun little clip on Twitter which I think is Game Sharks pod or Game Sharks cast it's one of those I'm sorry I don't use Twitter very often but it's a, a fun video of a pit droid getting stuck in the ground underneath my pod racer at Cast. At Cast. Um, thank you Andrew And feel free to send us an email with any questions you may have With any trivia you may have uh, Or any comments on anything we talked about in the show That is Podcast At Yahoo.com That brings us to the end of this episode Thank you very much for listening And we will be back again next week To talk about The Messenger Video Game Book Club yeah. We're going to be talking about The Messenger next week So if you were planning on playing it along with us you have until next week to finish it and we will be talking about the messenger and then pulling a new game for our book club thank you very much for listening everybody and we will see you next week goodbye Bye. To try defying gravity.